1: Hello, family, Timothy McCain here. I hope you have been doing well. Have you ever been in a moment where you didn't know what to do? You knew and you know how important it is for God to lead and guide you. You want to live your life up right before him. You want to follow his direction. You want to follow his steps. And sometimes you could be in seasons where you just feel like you're waiting. You're waiting, you're waiting, and you're waiting. And But it's hard at times because there'll be moments, even in my life, where you know God is challenging you to stepping out in faith. Where well, you don't feel like you have all the answers, you don't have you don't feel like you have you don't have everything all lined up before you, so you can go to point A to point B to point C, where it's easier to then make a mental decision and say, okay, yes, this is the direction I should go. But have you ever been in moments where God is calling you to step into an unknown place, and all he all you have is your first step? So sometimes, family, that can be scary. Sometimes, family, that can be worrisome. But it's always important for us to understand how vital it is for us to walk in sync with God. I remember one thing he told me years and years and years ago. He said, Timothy, I'm not just your compass. I'm also your metronome. What he was meaning by that, he was reminding me and telling me that he's not only a God who gives me direction, a compass, uh, but he's also my metronome. He's a God who tells me that he gives me sync tempo to walk in sync with him. And so it's important that we're not only walking in the path God has for us, the direction God has for us. But we're also understand the importance of walking in sync with him. And so, but the, 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 the big issue in waiting is in the times we get frustrated in waiting. And thus we tend to put matters in our own hands. I always said this, and I have walked through a lesson years and years ago where this really been made true. Uh, that good and God is only spelled one letter apart, G-O-D, G-O-O-D. And sometimes we can make decisions that's good, and we can miss the God. Let me tell you this. You, maybe some of you grew up in church. You heard, maybe you didn't, but, but you probably heard this phrase before, that God is good. And all the time, God, uh, God, is, sorry, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. But here's the reality. God is good, but not every good thing is God. So how do you differentiate between which is which and what to go at the in the particular moment, especially if you've been in waiting and the problem that could happen when someone is in waiting and so long that he get sick and tired of waiting that they start making decisions uh, that is not going to benefit them. They start making, taking initiative, not stepping in faith, but taking initiative. They start assuming God's will, assuming God's plan. Like, why would God want me to wait this long? Maybe, maybe, maybe I missed it, maybe whatever. And so then thus in that moment of waiting, they engage in environments, engage in lifestyles and actions uh, that they shouldn't go in. So example, and maybe someone's been believing God for a husband, for a wife, and, and, and they've been waiting and remember waiting is not just twiddling your fingers uh sitting down playing xbox all 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 day in and all day out no waiting is occupying your time it's preparing yourself it's 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 i believe firmly believe that the time you are single is not is 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 the time is not the time for you to just while out family it's a time you prepared you, you, you should be preparing yourself if this is the direction god has for you of course uh to prepare yourself to be that husband or to be that wife so work on you work on the areas of that of uh of, of character flaws and things inside of you. Family, get yourself together. When a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Not when a boy finds a girl. When a man, he, maturity in life, finds a wife, maturity in position. When a a, a finds a wife finds a good thing, family. It, it, so, the, And I believe the times you're single is a time you do, to get yourself together. So anyways, but what I really want to talk to you is what I, I read this in the book of Je- Exodus chapter 32. And this blew my mind, family, because I believe this is a radical, raw example. And it's a physical example of something we can do eternal that we can internalize. We can do ourselves is how we can quickly turn our back on the father while we have his instructions because we're sick and tired of waiting. And so Exodus chapter 32 is the story of the golden calf. It's a story where uh, Moses was up on the mountain talking to God, getting the commandments and Aaron, all the other Israelites were on the bottom of the mountain uh, 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 and uh, waiting. Right. And so this was right. This was after they experienced, man, God's hand. Uh, they experienced God's deliverance over 430 consecutive years of slavery. God raised up Moses to be the delivering, the delivering hand of the Father in that moment, and and brought brought them out the, the plagues. And they saw everything. They saw the fire. By, they saw the fire and the clouds. And they saw they saw the they saw all these miraculous moves that God did. They saw how God made a way, powerful way for them. And so, but yet, in spite of all of that. They got tired of waiting. And so they're on the bottom of the mountain and they began to, uh, they began to, it says, when the people saw that Moses, this is verse 32, I'm sorry, uh, chapter 32, verse one, when the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, come make us gods who will go before us. As for, as for this fellow Moses who brought us out of Egypt, we don't know what happened to him. Aaron answered them, take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made made into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning with the tool. Then he said, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you out of Egypt. Whoa. So family. So let's back up. So I want you to see something that happens again. They said, all right. Moses is taking too long. All right. Uh, make us some gods. What was happening? There's a, t- I call it manufacturing, manufactured, man, you fact, the factory of man. They went in their flesh and they created this God. And now you further the read. They're about to give what they created with their own hands. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the testimony of what God did. They're about to thank what they created, thinking that that is the reason that is the thing that got them out. And what, if we're not careful, family, we can do the same. I know this is a radical example because we see a physical idol, but there's a lot of things that we can idolize in our lives that we can create, that we can do, and we can give it the credit that right, what God rightly deserves, right? And so here's a couple of things. Number number two, uh, secondly, is that where did they get this gold from? Remember, these were these were former slaves. They had nothing to their name. So where do they get these this gold from? And if you're reading scripture, what would hap- what happened is that, that when they uh was delivered from Egypt, the, the Egyptians were predisposed and they plundered and they gave them all this gold and everything while they left. It was it got it was they literally melted down and worshiped their blessing. Think about it. You may again, I don't want us to read the Bible like, oh, I could never do such a thing. When this literally be a mirror, and we need to ask ourselves, are we doing the same thing? They they melted down the gold that they melted down their blessing and they literally began to worship it. Maybe, maybe, and I, I don't even bring it the way it makes sense to our lives. Maybe you've been praying for God to, to God to like make a way and uh maybe you've been praying for God for, for finances. You now praise God you get the job and you forgot about God. Maybe you've been believing God for a relationship and you got and praise God now you're in in a, in a in a relationship. You're in a marriage and now you're no longer seeking his face. Family, you've been you've been hustling hard and to get this and get the get the things of life. And there's nothing wrong with money. There's nothing wrong with things. But are you worshiping it, fam? are are you are we worshiping our blessing are we worshiping the very things that we prayed God to make away are we worshiping the very things that we know that God uh God got by God's grace provided for us to receive family if we're not careful we can also worship the blessing and so in Aaron about verse 6 says verse 5 sorry when Aaron saw this he built an altar in front of the calf and announced tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord mm. This is and, and so the next day the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterwards, they sat down and to eat and drink and got up to indulge. And 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 and, and so here's the thing. What is absolutely crazy to me, family. And again, I want us to make sure that we're not like, oh, man, I could never do because I really believe we do this type of stuff all the all the time. We need to give attention to uh, attention, attention to this. But what but what is happening is that is 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 is. Should, should be should challenge us what happened and what you really can see in this moment is that the israelites got frustrated and fearful in waiting so they took god out the equation and they and they did what they thought was right to do in their own eyes which we can read was absolutely ridiculous but I want to ask you while you are waiting in your season of waiting, waiting for direction, waiting for relationship, waiting for waiting for your dream, waiting for your job, waiting for I don't know what your filling your blank is. Are you being like these Israelites and Aaron? Are you are you forgetting about God's instructions? Are you are you sick and tired of waiting when now you're getting in your flesh, you're stamping God's approval on what you are doing? Right. And so you are assuming God's will on the direction that you're going because you're tired of waiting. It is dangerous family. I know so many people who who is in a relationship that they know they shouldn't be in. And and sadly, it, it, it doesn't work out. And then they see they walk through all this pain that they could have avoided by simply holding on longer. And I understand that waiting is hard. Oh, family, waiting is difficult. I get it, family. It's the it's this this notion in your back of your mind like it will never happen and so well 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 let me help God out and so family it's 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 it's, a, it's tempting to do, but we need to learn how to wait. Remember, waiting is not just twiddling your finger. I believe there's there's moments in our waiting where we're occupying our time to, so we can be prepared for our blessing. I believe the the, the I be, there's so many examples I could share with you in that, but this thing is already long enough. So, um, so I just want to bring that to your attention. I read this and I'm like, man. Mm. Are you, are you frustrated in your waiting? Can I please tell you to keep holding on? Can I encourage you to keep standing on God's promises, on God's word? Can I tell you, can I encourage you? Don't assume God's will. Seek it. If God told you to wait, then wait. But but ask. Then, I, but then my next question is going to be, what are you doing while you wait? Again, if you're just sitting down eating chitrones con Valentina, you know what I mean, watching, uh, uh, wait, binge watching Netflix, Thinking that your blessing gonna make a way instead of you preparing yourself for it. If you feel that God is calling you to ministry, um, and and you're just sitting down not doing anything, but you're not reading, not studying, you're not evangelizing, not you're not writing, you're, you know what I'm saying, you're not witnessing, you're not living. And you know, what are you doing? Because I believe sometimes you sometimes in that. I believe that as you prepare yourself, it makes a way. Again, I firmly believe when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. I believe that is not just that, that, that is, that is readiness. That is position. Um, um, uh, God did not bring Eve into Adam's life until Adam had things in order. And then notice it was God who talked about timing, not Adam. It was God who said, it's not good for man to be alone. Adam did not ask God for Eve. He was prepared for Eve. Don't get a twist. I'm not saying you shouldn't ask for your wife. You shouldn't ask for your husband. You shouldn't pray for your husband. You shouldn't pray for your wife. I am saying how vital it is while you are praying. You understand as you're being faithful and you're waiting, your preparation that is God's timing. He'll bring that person to pass. I know this happened in my life. and It'll happen in many people's lives that when you are at the place, like, okay, God, I am working on myself. And then when that person comes in my life, I'm be ready to sustain this relationship. Listen, not just be in a relationship, but sustain this relationship. Are you in a place right now where you will not only be a boyfriend and a girlfriend, you not only be a fiance, you will not only be a husband and a wife, but are you in a place where you can sustain that covenant you are in? Could that be the reason why you are waiting? Could the, the reason that God is having you this season of waiting because you have not unlearned the same toxic uh, characteristics that has that has ruined previous relationship that God doesn't want you to bring it into your marriage to say, hey, you need to deal with you you need to deal with you deal with the re, the way that you're selfish deal with the way that you handle conflict deal with the way that you shut off you don't know how to talk to each other deal with the way where 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 you don't where you're passive or where maybe you're angry deal with these characteristics so you're not bringing this over into your covenant to your future so this is why I'm having you wait I don't know why God has you wait but I do know how important it is to utilize the moment that God is preparing a place for you preparing a covenant for you preparing Preparing a marriage for you, preparing a job for you. The moment you're, you're dreaming for your dream job, get go go to school, learn a trade, get uh, 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 get a get, a, get a, a, a licensing. You know what I mean? Get a certificate, get a certification, get something while you're waiting is going to set you apart. Be get prepare your seeds, prepare yourself in your season of waiting. Do, but do not, do not be like these Israelites who got frustrated in their waiting, and so they. Created gods G little G and and moved God away, big G. Because you best believe you may not feel like you may be creating a God, but you may be worshiping good. And good and God is only spelled one letter apart. G O D G O O D. And it's hard sometimes, so hard sometimes to make to, to, to to live our lives in ways. Where we are not jumping the gun, but we're waiting on His voice. Remember, God is your met- He's your compass and he's also your metronome. If God has gave you direction, you need to walk in that direction, but especially but God needs to give you timing when. If God has gave you direction, and gave you timing, don't dare to stay where you are and let procrastination and fear keep you bound. Because I believe that that where there's change, there's great change. If God is calling you to a foreign place, God is calling you to a different place. God is trying to expand your territory and stretch your faith. Go, go. Because you're because you're better off going in faith than staying and staying in comfortability and thus sin. However, if God is calling you to stay, you best believe. Why are you trying to take a step outside of his purpose? Could could it be because you're tired of waiting? So, family, I want to encourage you. Man, to really see God's face about the direction of your life. Because I'm telling you, fam, he's not wasting your time. He's trying to encourage you to occupy it. So I want to encourage you, fam, to make sure that you're not we're not. None of us are creating images of God, worshiping our blessings because we're tired of waiting, because we're fearful, because we're scared, because we're lonely, because we're broke. Fill in the blank, whatever your it may be. But I do know that God is sovereign. He's everything under control. And he wants to walk with you through everything you're going through. That's it for me, family. Do me a favor. Like, comment, subscribe. Help Help this channel grow. We need your help but by commenting, by liking, by subscribing, by sharing, you really help us to get 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 to get this all out into the world. So anyways, that's it for me today. Follow me on social media, and let's say, got a lot of incredible things coming, got some books about to be released. I'm super excited about it, and I can't wait uh, uh, to get to, to let you all know everything that's happening uh, right now. So anyways, do me a favor. Like I said, one more time, like, comment, subscribe. God bless you all, and I'll holler at y'all next week. Peace.